Good morning. Welcome to Hope Community. We're so glad that you are with us, uh, with us and hanging out today. Um, if it's your first time hanging with us, we want you to know, hey, you're welcome. Uh, we see you. We honor you. Uh, you are valued beyond measure. And we're just so stoked that you're here with us today. Um, and the rest of you know the drill. If you haven't done so already, please hit the like button uh, and then also hit that share button because that helps us get this message out as far as we can. Uh, it helps us get this message of hope to everybody. Um, happy Valentine's Day, right? What a beautiful day to celebrate love and with your family and your friends and your loved ones. So, so once again, happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for... Um, uh, hanging with us on this day. Um, and speaking of that, I thought it would be great uh, to continue as we keep talking about the journey of the Hope Dealer, uh, that we would talk about the way of love today. That we'd actually take some time uh, to talk about um, just some things from scriptures to help us, <laughs> some things from scripture to help us remember and help us see where we're going. You know, if we go all the way back to Genesis, everything starts in a garden. If you go all the way to Revelation, uh, things uh, end in a garden. It shows us the way uh, that things... Sorry, my cat's lying on the floor right here. <laughs> uh, but, it, but what the end of Revelation shows us is that um, when we operate in the way of love, we gardenize or we make things more beautiful. We, we put things in a position to reflect heaven to reflect uh, the way of love, the way um, that the creator intended things to be. And so we are put into, we are put into a position because we've been created in his image, because we've been created to create. Uh, and when we do so through love, things shift, the atmosphere changes, um, things move forward, things progress. Uh, we start looking at one another as image bearers of the creator and we work together and we see things change we see things shift so what i want to do is i want to read from first john chapter four i'm going to read from the mirror translation i'm going to start with verse two and i just kind of want to bring out some concepts in here when we're talking about the way of love and we're talking about uh how we um operate uh together okay so Verse 2, this is how you discern the Spirit of God. The incarnation is the central theme of the communication of the Spirit. The fact that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is what gives legitimacy to every prophetic word. Not so-called spiritual revelation that fails to communicate the revelation of the incarnation of Jesus Christ is of God. This is the Antichrist Spirit that you have heard of and even now witness in the world. Any idea that Jesus Christ is not the incarnate word of God does not originate in God, but is the typical pseudo-mindset of the spirit of this fallen cosmic system. My darling children, you have nothing to fear. Do not doubt for a moment the legitimacy of you being children of God. You originate in God and have already conquered the worldly religious systems because of, their because of the unveiling of Christ in you. His living presence in you is far superior to the futile antichrist mindsets present in the world. Their conversation mirrors their source and appeals to the common audience. The pseudo-claim of a pseudo-system has blindfolded multitudes to believe a lie 
about themselves. Our beingness originates in God. Anyone who knows what God knows about mankind's authentic genesis hears us. Those who do not see their origin in God are deaf to what we communicate. This is the difference between the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So let's take a moment and stop right there. We're going to talk about these, these five verses real quick, all right? So John is talking. He says, you want to know how to discern uh, what's flowing from the Father, what's flowing from God, what's flowing from the Spirit, from the Son. If you want to know what it is, then you then you realize it's always going to uh, produce the revelation that we are created in the image of God. And it's always going to flow from love. And we talk about this a lot. Love alone is credible. Love alone is the source. Love alone is it. Everything else is just theory. Okay? And so... John's saying, listen, if there's people talking, if there's people saying things, if there's people prophesying and saying, thus saith the Lord, and it doesn't flow from love, it doesn't flow from the, that, that idea that we are all, all humanity begins in God, that, that all humanity is a, a image of the creator, that we're all image bearers. That we all are a reflection of that incarnation of what Jesus did. The divine and the, the human coming together. That we're a reflection of that. Any prophecy, anything that's spoken, anything that's said that doesn't start from that revelation. What does John say? He says it's, it's, the, it's, it's the spirit of anti-Christ. Anti-love anti that revelation and John goes on to say he says that listen you don't have any doubt that you begin in God and that when others hear and understand that and get this revelation that they begin in God then the way of love becomes real to them and they start walking in it themselves so let's start back with verse 7 it says beloved love always includes others love always includes others i'm gonna say it again beloved love always includes others look there's no but there's no except there's no nothing it says love always includes others that's everyone since and why is this because love springs from god and its source is found in the fellowship of the father the spirit and the son Everyone who encounters love immediately knows that they too are born of the same source. I get asked a lot, what does the church have to do to become, I guess relevance not the right word, but how does the church get to a point to where it stops hurting people? Where does the church come to a point where actually people can actually hear what they're trying to say? It, get back, it gets back to this. Love includes everyone. It springs from God. And its source is from Father, Mother, Son. Father, Spirit, Son. Father, Mother, Son. The, 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 the picture of what we are to be is there in that Trinity. All aspects of humanity, right there, because we're created in His image. He's, it's being revealed. And so when, when we find and understand that love is from that source, then everyone who encounters that love, what's it say? They will immediately know that they are born from the same source. You want to know how to get back? How do we start uh, 
Uh, seeing people's lives change is get back to the way of love. It is not possible to fully participate in love without discovering God. We have to discover who we really are and discover uh, our discover the Creator from the one that we come from. To love is to know God. To know God is love. Not to love is not to know God. There is nothing in love that dis that distracts from who God is. Love is who God is. They are inseparable. So if you ever asked yourself the question, well, who is God? Have you ever asked that question? I asked that question. I've asked that question. Even recently, I've, I've, I've asked that question. Well, who is God? God is love. Period. John says that the two, that, that when you talk about love and you talk about God, that you can't separate the two. They're always together. And there's a whole lot of nonsense happening trying to separate love from God and God from love. There's been a ton of things done in God's name that is so far away from love, but yet gets touted and professed and said is God. And it's not. Once you see something, once you hear something, once, you, uh, once something is done and it's not in love and it's being told to you that it's God guess what that should be a screaming uh, loud banshee in your ear saying that is not God because love is not there verse 9 the love of God is unveiled within us in the son he has begotten he was begotten of the father in the flesh sent into the world that we might live because of him our lives are mirrored and defined in him both his birth in all in the flesh as well as his commission into the world were entirely God's doing. If we want to know what God looks like, then we look at Christ. Because Christ reveals to us who we are. Christ reveals to us who God is. And so if we want to know who and so if we want to get the bigger picture of who he is, then we look at the teachings of Jesus, we look at what he said, we look at what we did, we saw how he reveals Christ. Okay, how he reveals that and it, that frees us to where we can now see who we really are because Christ is the mirror, shows us who we really are. That not only are we created from love, but we are to be love, all right? Verse 10, love is not defined by our love for God, but by his love for us. It is not our response to God that attracts his attention. We are, we've always had his undivided affection as declared in the prophetic promise and finally demonstrated through Christ's commission and work um, for, for, for Christ's commission and work of atonement. See, Christ shows us just how much God loves us. Shows us how much he loves us through what he was done in his time on the earth. What he's continued to do in the lives of us. Continue to try to do through us. It's a picture showing us how much God has always loved us. There's never been a moment where the creator has not loved his creation. There's never been a moment where he's been against his creation. There's never been a moment 
where God has put up a barrier between us and them. God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're the ones that build those walls. We're the ones that do those things. But Christ came to break down walls and to reveal to us our connection to him. Verse 11, loved ones, if this is true about God's love for us, it is equally true of his love in us for others. And there it is, the way of love. If we've experienced the love of God, and it's flowing, and, and, and man, we've been changed by it, it's, we're set free in it, then we should understand that that is a prophetic revelation to us. That if that much love flows to us, then it also flows to our neighbor. And so out of that love, we should be, we should be showing the same amount of love that God has shown towards us. That as we've discovered who we are, created in his image, that we should be able to look across the street and see your neighbor and say, they too have been created in his image. They too have been created from love and our love. And I know I know what the responses are. Responses, well, they don't act like it. Well, you don't act like it half the time either. And you might be like, well, well, they do all these things. Have we not read enough? Have we not learned enough that things don't matter? Love is bigger than things. We gotta quit identifying people by things. And just start identifying people by who they really are. Created in love's image. Can you imagine what would happen if we all started doing that? Can you imagine what would happen to just neighborhoods? If neighborhoods started treating each other in honor and respect and love that they were created from. It would be crazy. And see, that is the way of love. That, 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 that whole picture of, of, in Genesis, it says that God planted a garden and then he, he creates, you know, what he creates, he, he, he says, hey, you guys go and, and see what I, what I did here. Now, you, you take that to the ends of the earth, okay? Humans created in my image with the ability to create from love. Now, now you go and take that and, and you get this story from scripture and, and you, and you walk through it and you read it and you see so many times when that, that, that idea has worked and then, and then other stuff has gotten involved and it's fallen apart and it hasn't worked. Uh, but by the time you get to revelation and, and you get the, the, the explosion that has happened from Christ coming into the universe and revealing to humanity that they've never been separated from God, that they've always, always been in connection with God, and that uh, they, they realize that they are created in His image, created from love, and can walk in love and create from love and be love, what happens? That picture of the garden starts taking place. And let me tell you something, and this might blow some of your minds, but that's not some picture of some future thing that picture of the garden growing here on the earth is for right now if we do it and we walk in it if we walk in the way of love what happens is we begin to garden 
We begin to tend. We begin to grow. We begin to plant seeds and see them grow. We begin to speak love and life into other people and it begins to grow. We begin to understand that Christ, our life, that river is flowing from the creator and there's life there. That we begin to produce fruit that brings healing to the nations. The question is, are you ready for that? The question is, do you see yourself being an, an ambassador for that? This is the way. The way is love. Say it again. This is the way. The way is love. And you're a part of that. You're helping to tend the garden. And so I invite you into that. I invite you into that, hope dealer, farmer of hope. <laughs> so get your overalls on, get your get your your garden gloves on, get you a spade and a and a rake and and some and you know what? And sometimes there's going to be some manure that we're going to have to lay because that's never fun, right? But you got to do it to tend the garden. Get out your trimming. Cheers. It's time to go to work. This is the way. The way is love. So today we're going to close um, with an, uh, an old Celtic prayer of love and thanksgiving. I'm going to read from this beautiful book that my wife got me for Valentine's Day. It's called Celtic Prayers from Iona. Um, hi, buddy. So uh, we're going to close with this prayer. And, uh, Bubba, you want to come up here with me and read it? You want to read it with me? No. No? Okay. All right. So, let's pray. In the beginning of God, in the beginning of God, you shaped my soul and set its weaves. You formed my body and gave it breath. Renew me this day in the image of your love. Oh, great God, grant me your light. Oh, great, oh, great God, grant me your grace. O oh, great God, grant me your joy this day, and let me be made pure in the well of your health. Awesome. Thank you guys for hanging out with us on Valentine's Day. Hi. Come here, buddy. You gotta go over there. Come here. Say happy Valentine's I think Audrey wanted to say goodbye, too. Come, now you got to stand up. Ready? One, two, three. Bye. Say hi. Are you giving everybody a Valentine card? Give everybody a Valentine Hold it up. Hold it up. Say, hey, say happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> All right. Hey, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Remember, you are valued. You are loved beyond measure. And we see you. And listen, I, I want you to know this. If uh, we say this every week, if you got stuff going on, you need someone to talk to, you can message us. But we're going to also place, uh, after this video ends, we're going to place a list of links that you can go to that you can find uh, help. Uh, someone to talk to. Uh, you can find uh, a therapist. You can find a counselor. You can find someone else to talk to. If they've got stuff going on, there's some legit places. And uh, you can even follow a link that'll take you to our website that'll give you some places that you can even do online counseling, online uh, ability to talk to someone. It's some great places. So um, we're going to post that so you can see that here in a few moments. Thank you guys for hanging out, and we will see you next week. Hello.
Here, ready? One, two, three, say bye! Bye-bye! <laughs> <Okay. laughs>